Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Get Real Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Jacqueline Hale and what she can teach us about brand loyalty. But before we get into the real juicy bits, I do want to go over who Jacqueline Hale is for those of you that don't know. I have my suspicions that if if you're watching this or listening to this episode, you already know or have fair understanding of who Jacqueline Hill is but if you don't she is a entrepreneur and internet personality she's an influencer she started her YouTube channel back in 2011 and this is where she came from this is where she roots in and at this time she also used to work as Mac Cosmetics as a makeup artist so she used to do makeup tutorials and makeup related videos um, on her YouTube channel and I do want to say don't quote me on this but I do want to say that her most viewed video of all time is her smoky eye YouTube tutorial like how to do a smoky eye or something like that her YouTube channel grew fairly quickly so she is a full-time creator and since a couple of years back she's been a full-time creator and she also came out with her own makeup line called Jacqueline Cosmetics and I don't know I can't I don't know which year she came out with Jacqueline Cosmetics but I know that she oh we're gonna get into that <laughs> What I bring up, what I want to bring up today, though, is related to Jacqueline Cosmetics. So this is just a brief background. If you want to know more about Jacqueline Hill, go check out her YouTube channel. Any other creator that talk about her, where she came from. I know a creator on YouTube called Smoky Glow did an evolution of Jacqueline Hill Cosmetics and Jacqueline Hill series. I think it's a two-parter, and you should definitely go watch it if you're more interested in Jacqueline Hill and where she came from and who she is today. Because what I want to talk about is more of Jacqueline Hill Cosmetics and the launches. But it, of course, goes hand in hand with Jacqueline Hill and her loyal audience. That is the the meat of this episode. So let's back up a little. What I want to bring up, though, is the lipstick scandal and how she recovered from it. If you know something about makeup influencers, (laughs) influencer scandals, if you know who Jacqueline Hill is, you're bound to know about the lipstick scandal. If you don't know, in 2019, Jacqueline Cosmetics launched their collection of bullet lipsticks and it was a complete flop. It was a complete flop. I can't believe it was 2019 because it feels more recent than that, but I'll blame the pandemic and everything else going on. But 2019, they launched a collection of bullet lipsticks. The lipsticks had hair and other material in them. They were overall contaminated and people didn't know if they were safe to use, if they were okay for human I don't want, I was going to say consumption, but that's not the right word. If they're okay for human usage because of what was in the lipsticks. There's also a bunch of videos on this if you're more interested in the lipstick scandal on its own. If you're interested interested to see what was actually in the lipsticks, people pulling hair, metal shards, and thing out of them. There are videos like that on YouTube if you want to go watch. But that's the bulk of what happened. And that happened in... I want to say it happened both in PR packages and to the audience that bought it. And there was not only one little batch of it, there was thousands, hundreds, I want to say thousands of lipsticks that had this contamination. So when people questioned this, Jacqueline never came out with an answer. <laughs> she still hasn't to this day, which is... I have my own business. I, I have I have a marketing, a marketing agency, I want to say... If we ever got some kind of big scandal, like huge scandal like this, 
I would feel forced to come out with an explanation as to why it happened. Jacqueline eventually posted a video though saying that she's sorry, she learned from her mistake, you know, the YouTuber apology kind of style video, but she never really explained why this happened. Like, how did this happen? What, what went wrong in manufacturing that made it so that the lipsticks had hair and metal shards and shit in them that were not supposed to be there? We don't know. And it's safe to say that people were very uh, disappointed, angry, outraged, and the overall requested a refund and she didn't want to give people a refund first because she said it wasn't in her control, so forth and so on. But at the end of the day, I do think she gave people a refund. I don't know if everyone got their refund though, but I know she said she was going to refund people their money. And anywho, fast forward 2021 and she is launching new lip products. So this time it was a collection of 15 liquid lips and 12 lip liners and thousands of people are raving about it and can't wait to get their hands on them. And this is what got me to this and this is what brought me to today's episode because I think it's so interesting that something can so fail so massively. I'm not saying we can't grow from it. I'm not saying we can't launch again. I'm not saying we can't learn from it because we absolutely can. I just think it's interesting to see someone have such a huge scandal related to makeup specifically because it's it can be such a safety thing. It's such such a health hazard, if you will. I don't want, I don't want to sound dramatic, but it can really 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 fuck with somebody's health and if they put the wrong shit into or onto their body. <sighs> And anywho, I'm I'm getting I'm getting off track. I just want to say that it's I just want to say that it's interesting to me how oh it's still recording okay. I just think it's interesting that someone as a CEO and a founder and the makeup company in itself, not only Jaclyn Hill, but the makeup company Jaclyn Hill never came out with an explanation or a reason as to why this happened. And then they're launching new lipsticks and expect people to buy. And this is, again, what brought me to today's episode, because if this was not a influencer-based company, if this Jaclyn Hill wasn't the face of her company, if Jaclyn Hill didn't have her own personal brand attached to the company, this would not work this would this would be a complete disaster this would be a total flop because imagine if any other makeup company launched any kind of makeup product that were contaminated and then they basically treated their consumers bad afterwards and then they also came out and said that they didn't do anything wrong and then after all of this they came out and they got cancelled obviously for obvious reason they got cancelled this company got cancelled and then they come out with new lip products. They come out with any new makeup. Again, people will not trust that. People will still demand answers and people would still have questions if it, this new launch is, or this new, uh, these new lips products or this new makeup products will be safe to use or if they're also contaminated. Are they made in the same lab? Are they made from the same manufacturer? Do they come from the same place? Does any material, does the actual plastic come from the same place as the former launch, so forth and so on? I just think it's interesting that Jacqueline Hill is getting over all of this because she has a, such a loyal fan base. A lot of people are questioning it. A lot of the Quaker people have questions a lot of people, thousands of people, have the same kind of questions as I do when it comes to her launch about is it safe, is it the same manufacturer, how can we not trust it, we don't have any explanations as to what happened previously. 
And I know a lot of people will say that, you know, Jacqueline doesn't owe us an apology. Jacqueline doesn't owe us an explanation. You know, maybe this all had to be dealt with, you know, on the on the down low for whatever reason. And sure, we could argue that. But when it comes to a public scandal and a public corporation or a public business launching any kind of product for public consumption, the public, in my opinion, deserves to know what happened so we know that we can continue to trust the brand and that is what i'm trying to get at if this was not jacqueline jacqueline cosmetics this this was any other corporation or company that failed so in this in such a way and then came out with a new launch we would not trust it people trust it now and want to buy it now because it's jacqueline fucking hill so it's interesting to me and I wanted to better understand why this is because the offline consumer base and a lot of people are not her fans are not aware of this launch or they're questioning this launch because of what happened to the first one and lack of answers really you know I think lack of answers gives it that the little for me it's a nail in the coffin right if she gave us answers and explanation i might consider buying her products again but i'm not into the i'm not big on jacqueline i'm not big on the makeup influencer sphere i'm not big on makeup in general like i'm that's not really my thing even though i enjoy it as a hobby but i'm getting sidetracked she what makes her new launch so successful it's because she managed to build a strong foundation through being connected with her audience from the start of her own personal brand. That still lives on. And you can clearly see it if you look at the comment section over her launch videos. People are sharing her on. People are, people are mentioning how they've been a fan since the early days and saw her recording her kitchen table. People love to see her succeed because she became someone they can grow with. Which brings me to the next point its environment and community so she managed to build more than just a business she built a base of people both interested in her and her products from seeing them from responding to them from doing market research and understanding what they want to see from her she's constantly doing this i think she's done this from the beginning and even if i'm not an avid like i'm not a fan of her i don't watch her i'm not subscribed to her i don't follow her anywhere she still shows up in my recommendations somehow i still come by a tweet every once in a while where she asks what do you want to see from me what do you want x y or c what do you think about x y c and i think that's a a good indicator as to why she's managed to keep her audience so loyal is because she keeps giving people what they want even though she's been cancelled even though she's been through all this shit even though without Jacqueline's cosmetics she's been through some shit I assume <laughs> um it's 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 part, she she managed to grow with her audience and I think that's something we can all learn from and when it comes to Jacqueline Hill and brand identity, she is also known for her nudes. She knows for her smoky eyes. So there's a lot of beige, browns, blacks, so forth and so on. And Jacqueline Cosmetics is known for the same. So having a brand identity absolutely helped her establish her business in online Spain fairly quickly. And however, though, to my knowledge, it's only in the online space. So that can be a downside. But when you're the size of Jacqueline Hill and when you launch something like Jacqueline Hill Cosmetics that is related to your own personal brand... You can almost rely on the fact that your loyal audience will support it, will buy from it. So I don't know if there's a need to go offline because she is Jacqueline Hill. And this goes with any other big personal brand because a lot of them happen online today. It's 2021. It's just the way things are. Anyway, again, it's that tracked again. 
back to the point is letting her makeup line be an extension of her and her looks and people in the audience wish to recreate these looks so it was very smart to let her makeup line be an extension of her and her looks people are interested in her makeup because of her and they know that they can what they can expect they can expect nudes they like i'm not talking about nudes <laughs> the photo i'm talking about nudes the the color code or the color palette nudes and the fact that the audience knows that she's looking for for quality what she's looking for and the makeup she uses things just starts <sighs> and the fact that the audience, the audience knows what she's looking for in the makeup that she uses so things as a lot of pigment high quality so forth and so on other things she's previously mentioned within her content so whenever she launches makeup herself it's assumed that her own makeup line represents the same thing so the lipstick scandal kind of tipped it on its head <laughs> but yeah people are willing to give her a second chance people are ready to buy and people are ready to and happy to give her their money and her loyal fan base it's a huge part of that so it really goes to show that if you have brand loyalty you can do a lot still be forgiven you can do a lot and still be successful you can be cancelled you can flop completely on its head and you can still manage to get through that, get out of that, get support. As long as you're loyal to your fan base as well. As long as you keep giving people what they want. As long as you keep responding to people. As long as people still feel connected to you. As long as you still have that personal brand that made people loyal from the beginning. I'm not saying you can't evolve. I'm not saying you can't change. You absolutely can. But just appreciate your audience. Connect with your audience. Stay connected with your audience. And I think that is really what we can learn from Jacqueline Hill here. And when it comes to her launches. That no matter what you do. If you have a loyal audience. They're going to stay loyal to you. A lot of people will not. Obviously. But the majority of people will. There's still thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there. That support Jacqueline Hill. And honestly. She kind of deserves it. Because yes you can fail. And you can fail again. And you can have a flop launch. That doesn't mean you can't get back on the horse. That's also something I want to, I want you to take with you from this episode. That you can always get back on the horse. You can always move forward. You can always grow. You can always try again. And I don't want to sound cheesy. But it's just honestly the truth. If anything, I just wish that she gave us more of an explanation. So what do you think about today's episode? What do you think about Jacqueline Hill and Jacqueline Hill Cosmetics? Is that something you already knew about? Is it something you already use? Is it something you will use after this episode? Or is there anything you learned today about brand loyalty that you didn't know before? I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to get back to me in the comments on Instagram. We are the Get Real Podcast official on Instagram. Make sure to give us a follow, send us a DM. This always creates an interesting discussion. And thank you so much for listening.